Hey, welcome back everybody to Go Live. Hope everyone's doing fine. Today we're gonna to be talking about being smart about course selection leaning towards a major because guess what? College admissions actually do review your profile differently depending on what you're declaring as a major. And even if some colleges say, oh, we look at this candidate uh, without uh, you know considering the major, I would tend to recommend you lean towards the safer side and take the classes that do indicate your proficiency and interest, both of those things. Uh, we've talked about that in last episodes. Uh, make sure you get A's in as many of the weighted courses as you can. And if you're not gonna get an A, just don't take it guys, not a good idea. But today we're gonna be talking about specific pathways, right? Depending on your major, whether you're a business major, engineering major, biology pre-med, philosophy, whatever you're going into, right? You can use today's framework to map out the courses that kind of lean or indicate your interest toward a major more than the other ones and help you avoid taking classes or weighted courses that don't really matter. So guys, if you believe in saving yourself stress, parents, if you believe in saving yourself, to yourself tutoring money, <laughs> that you're probably flushing down the drain because it's a course that doesn't even matter, hit the subscribe button guys, drop a like. We really appreciate the support. Share, share, share. We're just trying to make life easier. So let's get into it. First and foremost, you have to understand most universities only have a certain number of seats. Well, every university only has a certain number of seats for each department. So when say a school like UCLA is trying to figure out who to accept and who to admit, well, you have to understand that there's a certain number of seats in economics and there's a certain number of seats in business and in, you know let's say engineering and certain number of seats for chemistry they can't just analyze all students without considering what the students declaring as a major no because they have a certain number of seats to fill and so a big part of that is determining obviously in fact one, the first part of the admissions review process is determining what did the student take and how did they do so uh, with that said, what you take, what course you take over high school is really, really important because it tells a reader, an admissions reader, whether you're prepared and whether you gained enough exposure to be sure that this major is indeed the right thing for you, right? We'll probably reserve the undeclared or undecided option for another day. Today, we're assuming that a student generally knows what they're going to be majoring in. And obviously, if you're currently a junior or you're a parent of a sophomore who's going to be a junior, who's going to be a senior, then applying to high school pretty, or applying to college pretty soon, this is particularly important because you're also selecting classes for next year, as I'm sure you're thinking. So let's get into it. Um, major number one for today is computer science and engineering. We'll talk, talk about them together. Um, why I want to kind of freeze, freeze this for a second, though, is because CS is not always offered only in the College of Engineering. Sometimes you'll see at places like UC Berkeley, my alma mater, you know, it's offered in letters and science as well. A topic for another day. But point is, most of the time, computer science is only offered in the College of Engineering. So hence, someone who's reading a computer science intended major, or an applicant who's, intent, who's declaring CS as a major, is reading it from a lens of a College of Engineering department standpoint, right? So what is important for a CS or engineering major to take, right, prior to applying? Well, I would argue you gotta do well in as many math classes as you can. A is all there if you can. You wanna try to challenge yourself as much as you can while still getting A's, 
right? And taking classes related to CS or computer engineering, right? As much as you can, that's offered by your school. And lastly, if you can, this is a pro tip that I feel like some parents miss, I don't know how, you wanna take physics, okay? You really wanna take physics, ideally AP Physics 1 or above, right? Uh, by the 11th grade. So by the end of 11th grade, it's really important that the student shows aptitude in physics because there's gonna be a whole lot of that <laughs> in the College of Engineering once you start. So if you, for instance, have taken Living Earth and then, you know, uh, or biology, your ninth grade, and then you take chemistry or chemistry honors, your 10th grade, don't take AP Bio, don't take AP Chem. Usually it's not a good idea to take two sciences at the same time because I'm sure you guys think, well, why don't I just take AP Physics 1 and AP Bio, right? Why not do that? My son's interested in biotech or, no, 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 no guys, careful. Which, what, don't do that. We, we call that two technicals. You also have to take a math on top of that. There's a recipe for disaster. Opportunity cost is too high. Point is, if you're going to go toward engineering, you want to try to get physics, AP physics, if you can, and assume you can get an A in it, by the end of 11th grade. So if you can get it in in 11th grade, do it, because that proves your aptitude to engineering departments who are analyzing your profile as an engineering applicant. Cool. So... Moving on, okay, let's go to what's not important for an engineering major, right? How about, to name a few, not really important, right? A push, right? A pang, AP lit, right? Uh, even foreign language, right? Uh, recently I was in, working with a student and you know the parent was obsessed, obsessed about making sure their student is gonna take AP Spanish. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That would bring the student's AP count to some ridiculous number, unnecessary number, and it would add a whole lot of work during the 11th grade and not have enough time for, to give the student to actually bolster their profile on other things. Because guys, you also have to remember, right? The classes that you don't take, especially if they're really, really you know, heavy classes like APANG or APUSH, right? They're not even hard, it's just the amount of time you need. That time is now lost doing other things that could actually set you apart, okay? So remember, you want to challenge yourself in the areas that you're genuinely interested in and that you also can get an A in, right? So whatever that is, and maybe for an engineering student, that does include history, right? In which case you still have to think about it. Do I have enough time for everything else? But don't feel the pressure to have to take a certain number of AP courses and have to bum rush into APUSH or APANG just because you heard that, oh, having more APs helps, okay? Because it actually doesn't, certainly not necessarily for an engineering candidate. All right, so let's go to major number two, which is biology, chemistry, pre-med, right? This is also a very popular one. I don't really need to spell this too much out for you. I'm sure you already know, important to take classes related to bio or chem, but I will pull another nuance here, right? What you'd end up deciding, what you tend up taking in terms of your 11th grade sort of dictates what major you're gonna go for. So as we're talking about leaning towards a major, right? Typically it's, okay, you take biology freshman year, you take chemistry your sophomore year, and then you have to choose, right? AP bio, AP chem, which one do I do, right? And that's kind of a big call. And since we're sitting here in February of 2021, all you people were thinking about going to med school or thinking about applying for a science or a STEM, this is kind of a big decision. Cause if you choose, let's say to, to go for chem again, right? which makes sense because you just learned honors chem and it's like, okay, I don't want to lose it. So maybe I'll take AP chem. 
your bio door kind of closes, not entirely, but generally, right? So you really kind of have to ask yourself, which one do you find most intellectually interested in, right? Um, that's the key because whatever you define more intellectually interesting is the thing that you should ultimately be applying for, right? So um, know this too, just really quick, right? Whatever you choose as your major, doesn't mean you can't study anything else once you get there, right? If you're a bio major, you're gonna have tons of chem prerequisite courses you're gonna have to take. <laughs> so don't be mistaken, right? You're gonna have to, you're gonna have both courses eventually, but it's just whatever you decide to choose as your major going into college, right? That's the key. So that's what this is affecting. What's less important? So this is actually kind of nuanced for a bio major. I'd say math is actually somewhat less important, believe it or not. There's not a whole lot of it in it, but it's actually important for chemistry <laughs> majors, right? Because there's chemistry is much more quantitative. So, you know, you have to make the judgment call there. Again, other things like, for instance, foreign language become less important. Another, you know, common mistake or trap that I see that, that you know, parents typically force upon their students is, oh, okay, yeah, you should take AP Bio, but you should also take, you know, AP Physics or AP CSA, because just in case, you know, you find interest in programming, you should also do that too, you know? And that's really dangerous, right? One, because it has nothing to do with the major track, the track of, of bio or chem per se. Uh, and trying to help your students sneak it in there, right, is incredibly inconsiderate, especially if your student has no experience or proven background in coding. And so I've seen this end up a lot more often, very worse, uh, bad, just worse off than good, let's just say. I have had very few students who've gone through junior year taken, you know, AP Calc, AP Bio, and AP CSA, and a push, and have gotten off, you know, unscathed. Typically, we have a couple Bs or Cs there, right? Something bad happens. So stay focused, right? You don't want to make bad decisions with your time, especially during one of the most critical years. Um, the next major, let's talk about it, is uh, business. So this one's kind of an interesting one, because not every high school offers business classes. You might have a marketing class, right? Maybe because if there's a de there's a DECA organization, hence it's required. Um, if you're lucky, there might be an entrepreneurship class, but that also might be ROP. How do you, what courses are important for business? Well, let me summarize it in two classes. I'm gonna start by saying core classes, math and English. Why is that? Well, as a business major myself, it's important that you have both the quantitative strengths as well as the communicative strengths. So you need to be good at communicating, makes sense. A lot of businesses working with people, presentations, yada, yada, yada. And a lot of this analysis, you have to be quantitatively capable to do things like finance, accounting, modeling, investments, all that fun stuff, right? So you kind of want to show dual strength in the core classes. And what becomes less important is kind of everything else, you know, whether it's, you know, crazy sciences or crazy heavy AP, you know, history, social studies, um, it's not that big of a deal that you take crazy amount of weighted courses and everything else because it just doesn't really apply to business, to be entirely honest. Just give me strength in your core classes. And of course, if there are any business classes available, you certainly want to take them. And I guess before I proceed to the next majors, quick pro tip for you guys here. If your high school doesn't offer the class in the thing that you plan on majoring in, for instance, sociology, anthropology, media studies perhaps, um, it could be, I don't know, biotechnology, whatever it is, right? If it's not offered at your high school or through any related curriculum, 
but you still intend on majoring in it, well, let me be honest with you guys. You can start looking elsewhere, perhaps, you know, at the local community college is a great place to start. Maybe consider taking that over the summer, right? Just make sure you have it in your resume by the end of 11th grade, and that includes the summer following the 11th grade before you apply for it. Because why would you apply for a major that you have zero background in? Not a good idea. That's like applying to a job that you have zero background in, right? Not a good idea. It's just not going to happen, all right? So in a nutshell, yeah, just remember that. The next major is psychology, right? What are some classes that are important for psychology majors? First and foremost, psychology. If you can obviously tuck that in, that'd be awesome. Next, you have obviously history and English, because guess what? A lot of psychology is theory, reading, critical writing, all that fun stuff. So your history and your English classes have to be well. And here's the final one that most people don't consider is actually chemistry. The number one reason why psych psychology majors in college drop out of psychology is not because they don't do well in psychology, but it's because they don't do well in neurochemistry. And they start having to take classes like OCHEM 1 and 2, and they freak out. They bomb the classes. They can't take it. They didn't know there was so much psychology. They thought it was going to be very Freudian and behavioral. And it turns out it's not because everything is going AI and neurochemistry and medicine. And they're like, oh my gosh, the right major is actually sociology. <laughs> True story, guys. <laughs> so uh, that's why college admissions are a little bit more cautious now, right? We are looking uh, specifically for a psych major, making sure you have strength in the science, specifically in chemistry. We need to see aptitude there. So if you have a double C in chemistry, let's say in sophomore year, and then you, even if you have A's in psychology or junior year, that's, uh, it's going to definitely make me a bit hesitant because that's probably going to happen even worse when you get into college, right? Uh, what matters less? Well, I'd say math matters less for psych, psych students. And I think most, you know, quantitative, oh, I guess you can say physics, you know, not that important. CS, not that important per se. I mean, you could use it towards like CogSci and data science. You could, but it's not a requisite, you know? Uh, and the final major category, I would just say it's art. That includes really anything, digital art, animation, right? Whole bunch of stuff. Um, this is pretty no brainer. Art classes, very important to have in breadth and also depth. But you also want to be good at English and history because when you go to university for art, there's going to be a good amount of art history. So you got to be good at reading. You got to be good at writing. Um, and obviously what becomes less important are your advanced STEM courses. Pretty straightforward. So basically, to recap, don't follow the herd and just blindly take APs, right, or honors classes. Take the ones first and foremost towards your most likely major, even if you're in the eighth or ninth grade, right, and you're still, it's still early on, it's still good to chart out your likeliest interest paths, right? And this leads me to my final tip of the day. Don't look at course selection one year at a time. Too many families and parents and students look at, okay, what classes am I going to take next year? No, 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 no. Stop that, guys. How about this? What Ask yourself this question, so what classes am I going to take for the remainder of high school? And that allows you to see an entire trajectory and path, right, along each subject rather than just one at a time and being frantically freaked out every January, February, right? Because then that allows you to plan ahead. You can scrutinize and ask about that, right? Well ahead of time. And so that you're not, you're very well prepared to have those conversations when time comes, right? So that's 
probably the final tip. And I hope this helped you guys. Hope this made it easier. I'm a big fan of working smart before you work hard. And I think choosing the right classes to fit your most likely intended major is one of the smartest things you can do to not only optimize your GPA, but certainly to demonstrate to college that you have what it takes in terms of both the aptitude and also the proven interest in that category prior to declaring a major. Hope this guys, hope this helped, period. And I'm quite sure it did. Um, if this didn't help you and you knew it, share it to somebody who probably needs it and doesn't know it. <laughs> so till the next time guys, have a good one. Happy Friday. Sure.